Hello everyone. Welcome to the CircuitPython Weekly for May 13th, 2019. Um, this weekly meeting is a chance for the CircuitPython team and the CircuitPython community to get together and talk about uh, what we've been doing, what um, we think about what other people have been doing, uh, and just discuss uh, what is going on in the CircuitPython community. This meeting is recorded. Uh, we host it every week, well, almost every week, um, on Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Um, if that changes, we will post it to the CircuitPython channel on Discord, um, which also leads me to we host this meeting on Discord. There is a CircuitPython audio chat, and uh, we record that and the CircuitPython text chat. So if you ever want to join us and maybe you don't have a mic, that's totally fine. You can type your responses into the chat and we will read them off. There is a notes document uh, where we keep track of everything during the meeting. Um, so if you're watching this recording later and you would rather read about it, that uh, also works quite well. Um, we will uh, we, we post the videos um, to YouTube and also they are now available as podcasts. So if you um, are listening to your favorite podcast service and you can't get it, let us know um, if we have missed it. Uh, and Scott, you're not muted. Mm. Um, so, uh, that is, uh, the gist of the meeting, I guess. Um, it is held in, uh, I want to say five sections. I can't remember now. We keep making it bigger. Um, the first one is community news, where we talk about what's going on with the community surrounding, uh, Python on hardware or CircuitPython specifically. Um, next is the state of CircuitPython and the libraries, which is a statistical overview of the project. Uh, both parts of the project, um, where we will talk about um, how things have been going, what contributions have happened, um, downloads, that sort of thing. Then we get into hug reports, which is a chance to call people out for doing great things. Um, we hold that in a round robin where I will start and we'll go alphabetically down the list. If you are lurking, just let us know and we'll skip over you. Um, or if you are able to, you can type your responses into the chat or into the notes doc uh, if you won't be able to attend the meeting and we'll still read them out uh, in alphabetical order as though you were here. Um, next is status updates, which we take the chance to um, just let everybody know what we've been doing over the past week and what we will be doing over the next week. It gets us a chance to sync up but also a chance for if you're running into an issue and you someone has a, a quick suggestion, you can get tips and tricks on helping out um, with your own um, with your own stuff. So, uh, and then we then we get in the weeds, um, which is more for long form discussion. So, if something in status update turns into a long form discussion, that is where we can talk about it uh, towards the end of a meeting. Um, or if you have ideas for In the Weeds, post them to the chat or post them in the notes doc and we will get to them um, as soon as we are done. So uh, with that, I will say first up, I will turn it over to Phil with Community News. Hello, how are you everybody? Very good, thank you. Okay, um, first up, hug report for absolutely everyone in the community. Um, Lady Ada, uh, was in Boston for this Red Hat Summit event, and she got a community award for open source. And that is just a reflection of this thing we built together. There was an unending stream of people. And this wasn't at PyCon. This was Red Hat, you know, more more in the enterprise Linuxy space, but also um, a cool 
large company focusing on open source, tons of people saying, hey, I just started getting into Python and I'm using CircuitPython. So lots and lots of people, um, independent of just the fact that Lamar was doing something there, um, made it a point to say, hey, like I really like what you're doing in Discord and what you're doing with CircuitPython. So lots of cool people are, are watching. Um, turns out many of the... Their kids, or if they're doing something with communities, they're using uh, Python and CircuitPython. So that was really neat to, to hear. So I have follow-ups later, and there'll be some things in our newsletter. So thanks, everyone, because that's that's what makes a community, is the things that, that people uh, do all the times when you don't even know about it. Um, this weekend, we got the Coral, uh, the Google Coral board. So this is in the news. It's a you know edge computing thing. It's basically like a super powerful Raspberry for um, what folks are calling machine learning and edge computing. But what it doesn't do is hardware, just like a lot of the Linux single board computers. So if you go to our new learning guide, you can see it linked in the notes. And then there's a section that we haven't linked to on circuitpython.org called Blinka that um, we will eventually, but you can just go to it, circuitpython.org slash Blinka, and you'll see the boards that we have. We're adding one at a time as we add support. So if you ever see one of those weirdo Linux boards and you're like, I want to do something, and I know Linux, it would be cool to have more people um, just testing what we're doing. Um, there's board detection, and there's a couple other things um, that's always helpful. And then we can just continue to add this, because the hard part is getting sensor information in to these single board computers and then deciding to do something with it later. The, the TensorFlow and machine learning stuff is interesting, but you still got to like get information in it. And that's, that's where CircuitPython and Blinka really shine. Um, also linked in the notes, and this will be in the newsletter, uh, the creator of Python is doing some pull requests that have something to do with CircuitPython. So yay, notice us. <laughs> notice us, Senpai. Uh, I think that's that's what the, the cool thing is. Um, so it's cool to see this. And I think the pull request happened. So idle will work better with Circuit. Python. That's cool. Um, CircuitPython's in Make, um, LinkedIn there. There's a cool EdgeLit project um, from Geekmom Projects. And then in Wireframe, which is another part of the Circuit, uh, sorry, the the, uh, the Raspberry Pi Foundation Publishing Empire, it's a gaming magazine, the Pi Badge is in there. This Thursday, if you happen to be in Israel, there is a IoT meetup that's specifically about CircuitPython. Check that out. And if you have any hardware meetups or anything you're going to where there's Python on hardware, let us know. There, there's a lot. So if we don't hear about them in time, sometimes they they pass. And then this week, we'll be adding CrowdSupply to our Discord. Um, CrowdSupply is one of our favorite sites, mostly because they deliver the hardware you pay for, which is always fun. And a lot of folks that are doing hardware specifically on CrowdSupply are adding CircuitPython support. So we're going to add um, a Discord channel for them and just see how it goes, because they're not going to be able to, to run a Discord server on their own. So we'll have a topic, and we'll see how it, it goes. I do want to ask them if we can, if I can call it Crow Supply, Crow D Supply, so I can do a Crow graphic. But <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll talk to them later about that. And that's the news. That's Thank the community news. Thank you so much, Phil. OK, I'll be lurking a little bit. All right, thanks. Bye-bye. So next up is the state of CircuitPython and libraries. This is where we talk about a statistical overview of the project. Um, and the first thing I want to talk about is the overview. Um, this information includes uh, both the libraries and the, and the CircuitPython core. Um, and we'll talk about the pull request merged uh, reviewers and issues, um, and then we'll move on 
to the individual uh, to discuss the individual core, which I will turn it over to Scott for, and then we'll talk about the libraries. So overview, we had 64 pull requests merged, uh, which is utterly amazing with 24 authors. Um, I want to call out a number of people who are new, who I've never seen. Um, actually, that's not true, who I have seen in person, but haven't seen on our list. Um, Joe Mogala, Terry Ko, uh, Sean Tibor, Windfish Deity, uh, Diharada, Mchua, uh, Peter Hinch, Chewy Turtle, Mitchell Henke, Rafa Gould, Karen Engineering, Schlafa, and Godly Geek. Um, this was a result of the sprints at PyCon, and I thank you to everyone who reviewed. I know if a, a lot of people on the reviewer list were actually there, but um, thank you to uh, Carter, uh, Lamore, and Summersoft, um, who were not there, but were also reviewing stuff while we were trying to get through because there was so much contribution. Um, thank you to everyone. Some of these people are completely new to Git and GitHub, um, simply wanted to contribute. And to everyone who put in a PR that hasn't been addressed yet, that is on me. Um, I will be getting to those in the next couple days, but thank you all so much for your contributions. It was amazing to see um, and was an amazing experience. So that was 24 authors and nine reviewers. Um, we couldn't have done any of it without all of you. And uh, we had 29 closed issues by nine people, which also is related to both the sprints and the um, and the fact that we've been working through the rest of the bugs in uh, 4.0 and um, 11 issues opened by 10 people, which again, um, is we're, so we're net down, which is amazing, but that also means there was stuff that we found while we were at PyCon and uh, different things like guides needing to be updated and so on because of PRs we put in. So some of those issues are, um, are stuff related to the sprints. So overall, um, I wanna talk quickly about PyCon. Um, we had open spaces and sprints and everything went amazing. We brought a lot of CircuitPython to a lot of new people. And it was it was heartwarming because people would come in and want to help out. And some of the simplest issues we had were renaming files. And I explained that it was very important, but very tedious and nobody cared. Uh, people wanted to contribute no matter what that meant. And so we helped them and they were super into it. Um, felt really great about it. Other people were able to contribute in other ways. Um, and so we had people from who had never really worked with Python uh, up to people who understand uh, entirely more than I do at this moment, um, who were running through bugs that we've been fighting with uh, for ages. Um, it was an amazing experience, and I, I really think that um, for the last couple weeks, it's definitely been a huge net positive for CircuitPython. Um, as for where we're at with 4.0, we are going to be doing an RC3 this week, and we are hoping to do um, our stable release later this week or beginning of next week um, after we fix up the last few things and get it out the door. Um, Scott has, I think, more to say about that, so I will go ahead and turn it over to him. Hello, okay, um, for the core, uh, out of those 64 amazing pull requests merged, we had 10 to the core. Uh, we had seven different authors. Uh, thank you to M. Chua, Terry Ko, Rafa Gould, and Godly Geek as the new authors. 
uh, two reviewers, myself and Dan. So thank you, Dan. Uh, we have 10 open pull requests. This is not actually true uh, because I've done some more merges this morning. So I think it's at six, actually. Um, we had eight closed issues by three people and three open by three people. So we're net down as well uh, for a total of 164 open issues. Uh, there's a link to the, the full issue list in the notes. Uh, we have six active mo milestones. We've got uh, the most important ones are uh, number of issues not assigned to milestone and the number of issues for the 4.0 milestone. We have three open issues, but two of those are Windows USB things that I don't that we're not going to block on. So uh, those will probably get punted to 4x. Um, and then there's one other issue uh, that is a safe mode crash that we'll uh, take a look at later, and I'll talk about more later as well. Uh, download stats-wise, uh, we have two releases out. We have 3.1.2, which is our latest stable. Been out a while, and we've had 15,103 downloads as of this week. And then uh, RC2 was released on Friday by myself, and we've had 140 downloads, uh, most of those on the Pi Portal as well, which is interesting. So 46 on the Pi Portal to be exact. If you want full numbers, check out the, the notes. Um, we have download stats by language in the notes as well, um, but I will not read those off. And uh, that's it for the core. I'll kick it back to Katni. Thanks, Scott. Mm -hmm. So as for the library specifically, um, we had uh, 54 pull requests merged, um, which is still utterly amazing to me, with 18 authors. And I I'm going to say the names again because I'm so excited. Uh, Joe Mogala, Terry Ko, Sean Tibor, Windfish Deity, uh, D. Harada, Peter Hinch, um, Chewy Turtle, Doc, actually Doc Mala has been here for a bit, but thank you again, Mitchell Henke and Care Engineering and Schlafa. Um, it was great meeting everyone. It was amazing helping people get a PR merged um, and seeing how excited people were to be able to contribute. We had nine reviewers. Uh, again, thank you to everyone who reviewed while we were there and thank you to those who were reviewing who were not there. Um, your help was invaluable. Uh, we have 38 open pull requests um, and a lot of those are the ones that I need to go through in the next couple days. Um, so thank you to everyone who has bumped that number so high and uh, please be patient. I will get to it. We had 21 issues closed by nine people and eight open by eight people for 106 total across all the libraries. And there is now, instead of a long list of things, a link. Um, thank you to Summersoft and to uh, Justin Cooper for um, put it, helping me put together the circuitpython.org slash libraries page. Um, on that page is a link to contributing, and instead of having that information scattered everywhere, we've now got it in one place. So if you want to contribute to the libraries and you want to know what we have going on in terms of open pull requests to help reviewing, um, open uh, issues to help fix, or library infrastructure issues um, to work through, all that information is now available um, in a much more easy to digest place uh, than it was. Um, and I would say that that is where we are with the libraries. Thank you again to everyone who um, who helped out. Uh, you really helped make PyCon amazing, and I'm really glad that we all had the opportunity to do as much as we did. I put a lot of effort into making sure that we had hardware to work on the libraries, which we did not have last year, and I think it was totally worth it. Um, 
we got through a lot and I was able to send people home with stuff to continue working on it, um, which is amazing. And that is the state of CircuitPython and the libraries. So next up is Hug Reports. This is uh, something that we pulled from Adafruit's uh, weekly internal meeting. Um, it's sort of a counter to bug reports where instead of pointing out things that are going wrong, you point out things that are amazing. So we take the opportunity to call people out. Um, I will start as an example, and then we will go down the list alphabetically. If you don't have a microphone, you can type it into the chat, or if you, uh, if you want, um, if you want to uh, type it into the notes, you can too. Um, actually, what we're going to do, uh, since Lamore needs to leave, is I'm going to go ahead and. Uh, turn it over to her for the first set of hug reports and status updates all at once, and then I will get started after that. So let's turn it over to Lamore. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, yeah, sorry, I just I have a 2.30 meeting, so it's always kind of a, a fun uh, Monday for me. Right. Um, hug report to everybody who went to PyCon. I heard it was amazing. Um, thank you for running sprints, for doing workshops, for giving talks, for handing out Circuit Playground Expresses. I think this was a massive success. Um, Big Hug Report, also DigiKey, for sponsoring. I'm getting all those DigiKey Circuit Playgrounds. And of course, um, the in-house team here that reprogrammed all 4,000 <laughs> with uh, the uh, Circuit Python code. Um, this was uh, a huge success. Um, we always go above and beyond, and I can't wait to see what we do next year. We already started to come up with ideas. Um, we have a digi key box emoji. That's cool. Uh, hug report everybody, and then of course everybody who didn't make it to PyCon, you were also huggled because you helped keep things going um, during uh, PyCon uh, away time. So everyone who helped with um, just you know on Discord or in the forums or just issues that came up or GitHub pull requests and and uh, guide fixing. Um, it's a huge list of people. I don't want to forget anybody, but basically pretty much everybody. Um, and then my update is over the weekend, support for the Google Coral. Uh, I think Phil mentioned it, but um, it's this new uh, NXP IMX based um, edge AI uh, Linux computer. Um, in the meantime, because it, uh, through the pins are PWM, I also added uh, PWM out support to Blinka. So, if you have a Linux board that has uh, PWM hardware PWM support um, and it's exposed over Sisyphus, which most of them are, uh, it'll just work. So that's kind of nice. You can you can use PWMs. And I drove some servos and LEDs and it worked perfectly. So um, that was very encouraging to see. So more a lot more Blinka and platform detect stuff happened over the weekend. I think that's my biggest update. Oh, we got Pi portals and Grand Centrals in stock finally. So people who are wanting them. We just made a huge batch of them and we got them all in stock uh, a little bit before the weekend. Um, if you want those, uh, get them and we're going to be making pie badges this week. So we'll have more of those as well. We're making hardware that's too popular. <laughs> oh, wait, true. it's true. great. Okay. All right. Well, uh, thanks. So that's my update. I will get out of here. And uh, first, thank you, Katni, for running the meeting. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks very much. Okay. So uh, bear with me. This is a very long hug report. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank uh, Melissa, Brian, Dan, Brent, Roy, and Scott for helping to make PyCon fantastic. Um, we this is the we had twice as many people as last year, and it really worked out. 
it gave us the opportunity to sort of break away from each other and be able to really immerse ourselves in the community um, and then come back together to host open spaces and sprints and um, do amazing things. So I, I want to say thank you to everyone who, who joined us. Um, I want to say thank you to Melissa, Brian, Dan, Brent, and Roy for helping with the Microsoft tutorial at PyCon. Thank you for helping make this a brilliant success. I couldn't have done it without you. Um, it was uh, it was an interesting setup. It was it was kind of an experiment, um, and uh, leads me into thank you to Microsoft for inviting me to do a tutorial at PyCon. Uh, I had a blast. It evidently went well, um, and thank you for inviting me back next year. I will definitely be there. Um, I want to give a hug report to Nina. Um, who just for being amazing for her keynote at PyCon, for calling me out in the middle of her keynote at PyCon, um, for all the great discussions and introducing me to new things. Uh, I want to give a hug report to Roy for sticking with me uh, at the sprints until the end. I did not expect so many people to be there at the end and I would have been lost without you. To Nicholas and Carol, it was amazing to see you and thank you for the great discussions that we had. To everyone at PyCon for being so welcoming, amazing and understanding. Um, it was uh, an incredible week for uh, many, many reasons, and it was um, at, at no time did I feel like I didn't have uh, support from the people around me, uh, which was amazing. Um, to everyone at PyCon who tried something new by trying CircuitPython, we had a lot of people who were either beginner at PyCon or beginner at Python rather, or beginners completely. Um, who really dove into it and wanted to try everything. Um, I made a huge list of examples on GitHub and people just wanted to go through everything. We had accessories to hook up to the Circuit Playground Express and people wanted to use them. Um, and it was, a lot of people were very new to hardware, so teaching them what ground is and what power is and why there's a data line and what the colors mean and all of that. Um, everyone was super into it and it was very amazing. Uh, thank you to all our new contributors from the PyCon sprints. So many people wanted to help out in any way possible and we got a lot done. Um, to the high school kids who ranged in experience from new to way beyond me, thank you for joining us. Thank you for learning with us, for all your contributions and for being a hint as to what great things the future holds. Thank you to everyone to inviting me to their conferences. Um, I got a number of invites, all of which uh, would be incredibly overcommitting. Um, I wish there was enough of me to go around, uh, but I did have to turn a few things down. Um, this is one of the amazing things that happened this weekend. Uh, thank you to Dave Forjack for inviting me to the keynote Pi Ohio, though he will insist that he's the one who should be thanking me. And I want to give a hug report to my friend Greg for being invited to be the closing keynote at Pi Ohio. I can't wait to go through this adventure with a friend. And with that, uh, next up is Melissa, who I will read off. So hug report to Katni, Scott, Brian, Dan, Brent, and Roy for hanging out with me and all the wonderful memories at PyCon. Way too many things to list here. Uh, to Phil for helping out with an unexpected hotel issue, to Lady Ada for winning the Red Hat Open Source Award, to Nina for your wonderful keynote working with us and everything else at PyCon, and to uh, Dylan H. and DiHarada for helping with cleaning up all those example file names. Um, next up is Maddie T., who is also out but has, in the, has something in the notes. Sorry, I keep taking timestamps. That's why I keep pausing. Um, to Scott for invaluable advice on supporting MicroPython or porting MicroPython to the SAMD, much appreciated. 
And next up, is, we have two people lurking, um, and then we have uh, Roy, who also is lurking, but has notes. So I will read those off as soon as I can type out a timestamp. All right. Katni for all sorts of amazingness at PyCon. There are so many reasons she deserves hug for all the hard work. For the patience she showed everyone at the open spaces and sprints. For the amazing job putting together boards for people to work on at the sprints. For the amazing tutorial at the Microsoft booth. For announcing the sprints. For transporting all the stuff to the sprints. It would not have been the same without her efforts. To Dan, Scott, Melissa, Brent, and Brian for making the sprints awesome with all their passion, patience, friendliness, and with everyone. All the people I saw everywhere learning CircuitPython for the first time all over PyCon on their brand new red CPX. Welcome to the family. To Adafruit and DigiKey for sponsoring the CPXs for all attendees at PyCon. And to Melissa for making the Pi Badge buttons work on my badge so it could be interactive at PyCon. And for helping Katni to build the list of boards to order. Next up is Sedacious. Howdy. Okay, I have another large bunch of HRs, so or, uh, yeah, bear with me. So first off to Dan, Roy, Katni, Melissa, Brent, Scott, and Nina, and everyone else at PyCon for making it an amazing first experience. You guys made it irreplaceably awesome. I, I have to go next year. I, I'm just going to. I have to. even have to walk. Um, to Melissa for sharing her PyBadge code with me and helping me investigate and document a possible hardware issue, uh, and also for some great one-on-one -on -one chats. Uh, to Roy for being awesome, taking pictures, and being a pleasantly chill contrast to the con insanity. To Scott for taking the time to meet and chat with me and check in with me about my first month at Adafruit. Um, to Katni for kicking butt at all things, not limited to planning and organizing and being the backbone of Adafruit's presence at PyCon. For running a great workshop at the Microsoft boot, giving hands-on help to people to let them jump in and get started with CircuitPython. And also for all the prep that went into making open spaces and sprints amazing for everyone that attended. Next up, uh, to the high school teacher who brought, I don't know, two tables or more worth of students to come to the open spaces and I think sprints or one of the two. Uh, who apparently had never programmed before in her life, was a complete noob, but set a really good example for her students by diving in and hacking on some CPX code and um, making some good progress there. Also to all of her students who give me some faith in humanity. Um, they were so awesome, super enthusiastic about everything. Uh, they were just like a, a, I don't know what to call it, but they were just like consuming things to do and like constantly asking for new stuff and just kicking butt at everything. So it was really great to see. Uh, to Seek Grover for technical advice and enthusiasm that helped me get over some humps in bringing the BD34 up. Uh, to Dylan H., one of the students um, who kicked butt on just a ton of PRs uh, before and after the sprints, um, or during and after the sprints, and braving the Travis gauntlet as we got some uh, PRs to get through and finally get merged. To Dan H., Dan, of course, uh, for posting a great article on circuit board design, which I will repost in a minute. And to Dan and Scott and the rest of the contributors who made the uh, new RC happen, we're almost there. And that's it for me. All right, thanks. Uh, next up is Summersoft. Do you have a mic today, or are you text only? Microphone. Hooray. Um, so I, this is 
gonna seem like a cop out, but basically what everybody else has said about PyCon. Um not being there, I'm extremely jealous of all of you who were. Um, but it from from the outside looking in, it looks like it was uh, an amazing feat to pull off, and you guys pulled it off splendidly. Um, and then mainly because, or the main reason for me only having to say just that is because I was severely unprepared for the meeting today and a group hug. So, all right, to thanks. Round that up. Next up is Scott. Hello. Hello. Um, I will echo a lot of things, with, but that's good because all these people deserve it. Uh, so hugs to Dan, Katney, Melissa, Brent, and Brian for being huge helps at PyCon. It was really great to meet you all in person. Some of you I've ha I have met in person, but for others, this is the first time, so that's great. Uh, kudos to Nina for all the work she did for PyCon, including her keynote. Uh, doing live hardware demos in front of a bunch of people is uh, not an easy task. Um, in general, all of the folks involved in PyCon and the, uh, it was a whirlwind of fun is what I wrote, <laughs> wrote down here. Uh, it was very busy, but there was a lot of really cool things and I will touch on some of those, uh, activities later. Um, thanks to everybody involved in the mentored sprints. Uh, Nina is one of those, but also Tanya and, uh, Marietta, uh, did mentors, mentored sprints. That was really cool. Uh, it was a good, uh, getting started for sprinting for us. Um, thanks to all the sprinters who took on a wide variety of issues, both mentored sprints folks and uh, folks at the open sprints later. Um, thank you to all the folks on Discord and the forums who held down the fort while we were busy. Uh, in particular, I believe Carter was really involved in that. So uh, thanks to Carter specifically. Um, and then lastly, uh, thank you to Jerry, Dan, and Godly Geek for the quick fixes for the new overflow checking stuff that went out with RC2 on Friday. And that's it for me. All right. Thanks, Scott. Mm -hmm. uh, next up, I have TG Techie in the notes. Huge hug to the community for awesome progress that has been made as CircuitPython gets closer and closer to 4.0. To Lady Ada for her awesome job cultivating an open source community, the Red Hat Award is well-deserved. Four person in Dan, Sagittac, and Summersoft print, thank you person for helping me get the open source GUI frozen into the firmware. All right, scrolling back up. Um, Carter is lurking. Uh, C. Grover, are you around? Yep, on mic today. All right. Um, as usual, the group hug to the CircuitPython team and community. I continue to be amazed by the progress, especially with the uh, release candidate work. It's great work. Um, rousing cheers, though, to the continuously enthusiastic team that participated in the PyCon encounter. I thought that was pretty impressive, and the success is certainly warranted. Um, and then congratulations to Lady Ada for her community recognition and that award that she got. Um, she's a great positive inspiration for me and my granddaughter. We are are continually amazed at the progress that um, that she's made in promoting education of electronics and and it just besides giving me something to do it uh, establishes a great relationship with my granddaughter all right thank you very much uh next up is uh dylan are you still lurking or do you want to do a hug report i'll type one out i don't oh, really actually I, I skipped i skipped dan hold on my bad 
All right. Um, next up is Dan. <laughs> okay. Um, so I repeat everything that's been said already. Thanks for the rest of the CircuitPython team and also Roy. Um, we just had a fantastic time at PyCon. Thanks to Nina and NJA for a great keynote demonstrating uh, CircuitPython on the CPX, which was the last keynote at the conference. And so like a thousand people saw it maybe or something. I had great discussions with Nicholas Tollervy during PyCon. Um, the people who ran PyCon um, and the people who went to it uh, just made it a really wonderful conference. It was extremely well run. Um, I've never seen this year and last year, I've never seen conferences that are as well run as PyCon, basically, in my previous conference going. Um, thanks to um, Godly Geek, um, who uh, worked hard on a pull request for bounds checking. Um, that's a significant improvement that is, has been a left a, a thing that MicroPython didn't have and we needed to have in the long run. And thanks, as uh, Katni and others mentioned, the high school students from Virginia who go to a particularly interesting high school that's project-based, uh, work-based learning. Um, they were there as uh, brand new learners, as experienced coders and translators, especially uh, Dylan, who's on the chat today, who I'm not sure when Dylan sleeps right now, or at least for the past five days or so. So thank you all. <laughs> it was just a wonderful experience. Thanks, Dan. All right, next up, I'm going to read off Deshipu's uh, notes. Uh, hug report to Melissa, Dan, and Hex that, I believe, uh, for help debugging the random display resets on the production Pi badge. And Dylan is typing. So we will give him a second. Actually, while Dylan is typing, uh, let's go ahead and go to Jerry. Couldn't find the right unmute button here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's been, been great to I'll add a, a hug to all the successive PyCon. Um, been great to vicariously participate. You guys did a great job. Thank you. Um, and then to everyone for getting in the midst of all that, getting the 4.0 uh, RC2 out. Um, another great accomplishment. And Dan, thanks for the the quick turnaround and on fixing the the, uh, the bounds bug that, that was holding up a couple of things. So. That's it. All right. Thanks, Jerry. We will give Dylan a minute here. All right. Dylan says, I want to thank everyone at... Hold on. Let me get a better timestamp here. All right. I want to thank everyone from Adafruit who was at the PyCon Sprints. On behalf of all the high school students there, we would like to thank you guys for your generosity and for allowing us to have such a great experience. Everyone in my group says it was the highlight of their PyCon. We've been using the Circuit Playground Express as a bunch in school, and I'm having so much fun working on the GPS module. Thanks. You are incredibly welcome. <laughs> and with that, that is Hug Reports. So next up, we have status updates. Status updates uh, is a chance for us to sync up, talk about what we've been doing over the last week, talk about what we're going to do over the next week. Um, and it's also an opportunity for tips and tricks if you're caught up in something. Um, 
you, you know, someone else has a suggestion, um, we can uh, definitely discuss it. If you find something that turns out to be more of a long form discussion, uh, go ahead and post it to the chat or post it in the notes and we'll hold that off until the next section, which is in the weeds. This will be held again as a round robin. Um, I will start and we will go alphabetically down the list. Um, there will be people who are in the notes who are not in the meeting that I will be reading off um, in alphabetical order as well. So I have very little in the notes, um, but I will talk a little bit about it. Uh, the last two weeks uh, has been PyCon. Um, before PyCon, uh, a lot of effort went into prep work, uh, soldering up, I don't know, two, 300 boards, um, two, maybe 200 boards, uh, so that we had stuff to do um, to do library work at the sprints, because obviously with CircuitPython, you need uh, hardware to test the libraries. Um, as well, uh, getting things just prepared for open spaces, um, all of that sort of thing. And so that kind of all came together. Um, and I think it went really well. We've gotten a lot of feedback and um, I think people really loved everything. And I tried to send as many people home with hardware as possible. So anyone who was working with anything and was super into it uh, probably went home with it. So I'm really looking forward to see what happens um, for, for moving forward um, because obviously we have a lot more people now with hardware in their hands and um, with all of them had great ideas. It was really interesting to hear different um, people's project ideas and um, just what everyone wanted to do. There is a lot more to this. Um, I'm thinking uh, possibly a blog post, but no guarantees. Um, but some kind of uh, public debrief uh, would be cool. We're obviously doing one um, internally so that we can you know, keep track of what we did. But I feel like it's an interesting story that people might be might want to read. So um, we'll see if we can figure out a way to, to, to do a bit of a public debrief. Um, I got home on Thursday night and have uh, tried to start getting caught up. My goal is to be caught up by Wednesday. Um, so those of you with open pull requests, um, be patient. Uh, I'll be going through all of that in the next two days. And um, if there's anything that we discussed at PyCon or um, that you need from me, please let me know. Um, send me an email and I will get to it uh, as soon as I can. Um, but for the most part, that's what this week is gonna look like. I don't have any specific tasks. It's all just going to be catch up from being gone for nine amazing days. Um, and uh, that that's basically my status update. Um, do not be afraid to reach out to me though. If you do need anything, uh, I can definitely make the time. So um, don't feel like I'm actually heads down completely for the next couple days. Um, it's simply, uh, that's just what I'll be doing. So I can obviously make time if anybody needs anything. Um, and I will now move on to maker Melissa, who is not here. So I will read off the notes. Last two weeks, finished writing guide for Display.io using Featherwings, wrote some PyBadge code for PyCon, and still working on button code, which ended up being a big hit. Went to PyCon, helped out in Katni's workshop, open spaces, mentored sprints, and open sprints. Closed all four issues in Adafruit CircuitPython RGB display. Wrote Featherwing helper for temp and motion sensor. Helped with broken CircuitPython build tools issues during sprints. 
helped with debugging the microgames stage reset issues on PyBadge, reviewed many PRs, finished implementing send command on Arduino display libraries, fixed issue with ST7789 not running on faster processors in Arduino. And next week, Melissa will be working on writing a guide for multi-language PyBad code, working on a guide for display I.O. using breakouts and shields, working on next phase of Arduino display library updates, and starting to close Arduino display library issues and PRs. Uh, next up, I have Roy, who is text only, so I will read that off. Finally managed to put together repos with the final parts needed to wrap up PixelBuff work. PixelBuff compatible NeoPixel.py, PixelBuff compatible Adafruit.star.py, and a pure Python PixelBuff drop-in for non-Express boards and other low-flash devices so that they can use the same NeoPixel.py and Adafruit.star.py drivers as the other boards with PixelBuff. And began the discussion with Scott, Dan, and Katney on how to roll out the changes and we'll continue them later today. And next up is Sedacious. Okie dokie. So last week, uh, or last time interval, I said, uh, PyCon. Oh my god, so much stuff at PyCon. So much stuff. I can't, I mean, I, I covered a fair amount of it in my in my hug report, and it was just awesome. Um, I got some time to hack on the Pi badge, which was really fun. Uh, it, was, it was great to have it, like, always around with me, um, hanging from my neck, to just have something to hack on whenever I had some downtime. Um, I got the, a battery meter working on that, um, but I have to uh, figure out some stuff about how bitmaps and labels work. Um, what else did I do? On the plane from Oakland to uh, wherever the place was, Cleveland, uh, I hacked on the BD3491 driver. Uh, obviously, not having hardware in hand, it was all just kind of, you know, guessing how things are going to work, and it was ended up being pretty close, which is good. Um, and I finished up the LPS35 driver as well, and again, I had to test it when I got back. Um, the LPS35 is uh, done and released and should be in the Arduino library sometime. The hardware is, uh, of course, coming along, um, but hopefully before too long it will be available. Um, uh, yeah, so I got the BD3491 finally working, spitting out audio, switching inputs, adjusting gain, all that fun stuff. Um, I need to work on a new test board to um, test more um, and then fill out the drivers to um, actually make it easy to use so you don't have to like whack on registers all the time. Um, so that's what I'm doing this week, probably. Um, Certainly some other stuff. Um, can't think of anything off the top of my head because I'm unprepared, but uh, I'm <laughs> sure I'll come up with something. So that's it for me. Right on. Thanks. All right, next up is Summersoft. Hello again. Uh, so the last week plus, I don't know what day it is. Um, so for Adabot, uh so they finally released the final fix to... Um, vulnerability they had in URL lib three library. Um, so that's been put in to update that um, in the requirements dot text. Um, I removed the open issues and infrastructure error list from the daily report. Um, so since that all of the information is now on the circuitpython.org uh, contributing page. Um, and then I also tweaked um, the script that update the circuitpython.org page um to fix the travis specific code um 
it checks on what day the cron job is running since Travis won't ensure that a weekly cron occurs on any particular day. We have a mm -hmm. piece in there. Right. Um, and it turns out that I was, I don't know what I was thinking when I did it, but um, <laughs> it, it just kept rolling. The way it was calculating what day it is and what day it should be just kept rolling based on the current day. So it never showed the right thing. Um, but I have it, I think I have that fixed. Um, then moving on to what was a pretty, I won't call it fun. It was interesting. <laughs> so, um, for circuit Python build, uh, build tools, uh, I removed the exclusion of, um, dunder init.py files. Um, they were previously not included in M MPY cross, um, bundles, uh, which they should have been in, in a few um a few actual libraries actually have code in them mm -hmm. um so i took that out um then because no good deed goes unpunished i decided to structure how um the list of files to bundle is gathered um it now walks the entire folder so that subfolders are included so basically there was at least one library that had um, it was a packaged library, but I had a subfolder that had an additional file in that subfolder, but it never got brought into the bundle. Mm -hmm. um, so I just kind of tweaked and restructured how that, that, that directory is walked. Um, so got all those done, got them pushed. Uh, we got it merged, I think, the night after PyCon. Well, I think it was like a Sunday night or whatever. Mm -hmm, and yes. then on Monday, the sprint started, um, and it broke everything. Yes, it did. <laughs> So once we got to a sizable backlog, we decided to revert the changes. Um, and in that moment, it kind of became apparent to me to save the world from me uh, <laughs> that we should probably write some tests um, for CircuitPython build tools because we didn't have any tests for PR or anything like that right. um, on this one. So I wrote a couple of those, got those merged in. Um, I think I fixed my changes to what I broke previously. It at least passed the test that I wrote. That, that's probably, that seems like a very conflict-rich environment for me to write the test so that my stuff passed it. But anyway, um, so that PR is in. I don't think it's been merged yet. Yeah, I'll get to it. Um, and then uh, for this week coming up, um, there's just, we have a couple more things kind of to tweak for uh, Travis and Adabot so that the automated updates work on um, CircuitPython.org, but should be should be easy. Yep, we can That's work on that. All right, thanks very much. Yep. Next up is Scott. Hello. Hello. I was thinking back um, before PyCon. I was intermingling Game Boy hacking with prepping for my language summit talk. Um, the high level bits of the Game Boy stuff is that I got the color going. Um, I had some bugs in the code that I've actually since fixed. I had a bug where you got hung up in the terrain. I think I fixed that one, uh, in the Celeste.py code. Um, definitely wanting to get that running on CircuitPython here shortly. Um, so the language summit presentation was kind of the first thing that happened, uh, at PyCon for me, it was on Wednesday and it was like 50 uh, folks, maybe 40 core devs and then some invite only folks as well. Um, it was a 10 minute presentation and 20 minutes of discussion. I think it was right uh, 
right on target in terms of time and it gave i gave circuit playgrounds to all all the folks that were there so it, um people had a chance and some space to to play around with their circuit playground so that was really good i think uh the core devs were still wrapping their head around the idea that um it was like super small like super small memory space and stuff so that was that was good as a first intro to them and then um there was a little bit of a discussion about how we're doing translations for uh error messages which was uh maybe we'll hear from them wanting to try that in C Python as well, which would be cool. Um, Thursday was the education summit. I didn't really have to do anything specific to that, but it was great to uh, start to meet folks there. Um, and hopefully we'll we'll see some uh, podcast appearances and stuff come out of that too. Um, I did a play on Friday night. Uh, that was really good. It was a art in Python. So it was like kind of like a hybrid of or topics of Python encoding uh, done kind of in stage performances. So when I was in a play, there was a couple uh, monologues that were really good too. Um, and so that was really fun. Um, the talks went well. I only went to one, I went to Nina's keynote and the steering committee thing on Sunday. Um, but I would recommend folks uh, watch the talks after the fact. Um, to me, that's the better way to do stuff. Um, open spaces went well, uh, thanks to everybody, as I said earlier. I, it was really nice to know that it was happening, but not have to really worry about it myself. Uh, so that was really good. Uh, I helped Nina with her talk, so I went to her uh, rehearsal uh, the previous day and gave her a lot of feedback there. Um, and it was really nice to see after the keynote, Dan had the idea of, I think it was Dan's idea of doing an open space. Um, and then we let Nina know. She, so she actually was able to just tell everybody. And we had a, uh, you know, a few, maybe like half a dozen folks and and who were really interested and blown away by it. And that's, that's all that matters. So that was really cool. Um, I got home on Tuesday and I kind of did all the catch up that Katni still has to do. And I merged some PRs in and I got RC2 out the door. Um, on Friday, which you know, people like people know that I like to get out it out on Friday. So yes, you do. Um, yeah, and thanks to Dan again for and Jerry and stuff for fixing the the stuff that came up with RC two over the weekend. Um, this week today today in particular, I'm uh, Nina was playing around with her Pi Portal over the weekend. Pi Portal Pi Badge. She found a safe mode crash, so she she was doing something that I think should work in CPython, but it actually crashes CircuitPython. So I'll at least uh, make that not crash. I think it might be hard to do right, so it might just be something where it's like, look, we know this is not correct, but it's a lot of work to do the correct thing. Yeah. Um, it's around like Python's Dunder new and Dunder init. They're two different things, mm. and they interact differently. Like I think all the memory memory allocations are actually supposed to happen during Dunder new. Um, but what she's doing is she's subclassing something and then trying to set an attribute before she calls the superclasses in it, which she shouldn't need to do. She should be able to reorder it, but um, it should definitely not crash. So right. we'll at least make it not crash um, exactly. before before RC3. So uh, my goal is to look at that this afternoon. 
and uh, get something in for that just so it doesn't crash and then do RC3 and hopefully RC3 will be what we call stable. Um, once that's uh, checked in, uh, I want to take a stab at the dirty rectangle tracking to speed up display IO. Uh, I really would, I think I will feel like display IO is much more finished after we have uh, them working quickly. And I also want to add the the single bit display support as well, so we can move all the OLEDs and e-inks over to it too. Um, but we'll start with the dirty rectangle tracking uh, to speed it up. Uh, I'm recording a podcast Dunder and Knit episode on Thursday. And I also was asked by the mouse versus Python folks to be a PyDev of the week. So I have a draft of all my it's just an email an email interview so i've got a draft of my responses there that i need to get back to mike for that um and then just as a heads up i'm out starting next thursday for uh, just under a week or from the next next thursday through the following wednesday uh, i'm going back to the midwest because i like shifting time zones uh, <laughs> um, actually uh, some good friends of ours are getting married in michigan and then we're going to visit my grandma as well back there so that nice. will be a uh, a vacation which will be very nice excellent and uh yeah so i'm hoping to have the dirty rectangle stuff done ideally by the time i leave next week um as a foundation for 4.1 or 4.2 or whatever so mm-hmm. um yeah that's where i'm at all right. Thanks, Scott. Thank you. All right. Carter is looking. Next up is C. Grover. Well, let's see. Um, I've been doing a crash course in Display I.O. I'm still trying to wrap my head around some of the concepts in it, but I'm making progress, so that's good news. Um, testing my range slicer prototype. Uh, I created an Itsy Bitsy M4 Express prototype board for it because Plugging the Itsy Bitsy into a proto board is, well, problematic. We'll just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, it has extra pins that just don't line up right. Right. But it gave me an excuse to add a, a stemma connector to the proto board, um, the adapter board, and a battery connection because I'm always trying to hook up a battery to the Itsy Bitsy. So that's just for testing. though. Right on. A um, couple more changes before the range slicer uh, code gets moved to the PCB. Um, but I'm going to stick with frame buff for now. I mean, obviously, um, it has an OLED display, so the one-bit displays aren't supported very well, except with frame buff. And I didn't want to go back to Arduino for the speed. Frame buff is working well, though. Um, I updated um, my Stemma and CircuitPython powered um, 12-bit DAC boards. So I've got a Eurorack version of that, and I've got a general um, kind of a breakout board version of it. And um, I've used those with a lot of the boards, but they just, they seem to find an affinity with the Neo Trellis M4. They, they convert a lot of the um, um, button presses and the accelerometer to CV voltages for the Eurorack. And mm-hmm. um, it just seems to work really nicely for that. But I'm going to upgrade to a 16-bit. I'll talk about that in um, just a minute, I think. Oh, yeah, well, uh, yeah, I did. I designed two new boards this last week. One is that 16-bit DAC, and I'm going to have to put together a CircuitPython driver and some libraries for it. The second board I produced is one that um, I've been having trouble with. It's an analog devices waveform generator. It's a precision waveform generator. 
and my soldering skills just weren't up to this package size. But um, at the time that I first designed it, I've been successful since then. So I'm going to uh, redeploy that one. I'll post some photos of these things. But it's a, a feather wing format, um, single sine square triangle output. The chip is capable of 0 to 25 megahertz with 0.1 hertz accuracy. So it's going to be really handy for generating accurate note frequencies for some of the music stuff I'm doing, but it'll make a great test box as well. And I'm getting excited about the coding portion of that, which is a real revelation for an old hardware guy. Um, next up, um, I'll finish up the range slicer stuff, and I'll probably start coding the 16-bit uh, DAC driver in its library. And uh, But uh, of note, our warm summer weather has finally arrived here, so I'm going to enjoy an occasional adult beverage on the patio while I wait for those uh, Oshpark orders to arrive. All right. Well, thank you very much. Um, next up, uh, if you would like to do, Charles, if you would like to do uh, your status update, go ahead. Well, uh, right now I'm out in the Midwest working, uh, working all that, all those tornadoes and everything. So I haven't done much in the way of computing, but that's totally uh, fair. Other than uh, some data modeling, so. I miss PyCon as a result of that, but I, what I want to do is if somebody can drop in a URL where I can look at the, if I can look at the talks, you know, after the fact, I sure would like to do that. Oh yeah, they'll absolutely be posted. Thank you. Yep, for sure. Next up is Dan. Hi, so uh, as I, Obviously, I spent a lot of time at PyCon. I was there for six days. There were travel days, there were prep days, there were follow-up days. So that has occupied most of my time. There's a lot of there were a lot of um, release candidate PRs for CircuitPython that I was mostly reviewing. Um, and then uh, there was a the significant PR from Godly Geek from Matt, who was at PyCon and. Uh, we kind of worked together on that over the weekend to tune some bounce checking, uh, a bounce checking PR so that you won't accidentally store integers that are too large in uh, arrays or byte arrays or places like that. Um, as mentioned, as uh, as Phil mentioned, um, when during Nina's talk, she mentioned that idle, the, the Python editor idle was not safe to use in, with CircuitPython and that perked up uh, Guido Van Rossum's ears and he put in a fix for it so that it would be safe. And I tested it uh, last night and it's that fix is going into um, all versions of PyCon, uh, all Python, the 3.8 alpha, the current, the next version of 3.7 and the next version of 2.7. So idle will become a safe editor used with CircuitPython. Nice. That's nice. It was only like a three line fix. And then I also found out that the um, uh, frequency in um, builds that we're using frequency in because of a very subtle use of 64-bit uh, integers, the double precision uh, floating point libraries got dragged in, which uses up thousands of bytes. And this is like the second or third time we've noticed this and changed the arithmetic. So I, did, I fixed that on frequency in and we gained back a lot of space on a bunch of builds. Um, 
upcoming work. I didn't write it down here, but I, I will. Um, I'll just, as soon as uh, 4.0 is out in general, in GA and general availability, I'll start working on um, a whole bunch of things. Like we'll update the compiler and I'll start working on BLE and some other things like that that we've put off uh, for now. Okay. All right. Um, next up, I have notes from Deshipu, who is not in the meeting, um, for, I'm assuming, the reason listed in the notes, uh, which is taking a break from CircuitPython seems too much like a second job. Hopefully a break uh, helps out there. Um, we look forward to having you back when you're ready. Um, I'm going to go ahead and skip to uh, Jerry. Oh, nope, we got it done. All right, Dylan is next. Um, and I will read it off. Since PyCon, I've been working mostly on the CircuitPython GPS module. I initially was working on some bug fixes and then went on to expanding some documentation. Now I feel that I understand the module and the NMEA protocol that it uses a bit better. I've been working on adding support for parsing more types of NMEA sentences from the GPS. I finished all but one and will probably make a PR in the next day or two. And then I forgot to mention this in my hug report, but I'd like to thank Katni and maker Melissa for helping me with Travis and GitHub. And especially thank big thanks to Stacious for helping me with GitHub, Travis, and for some amazing help with the GPS module I was working on. All right, next up is Jerry. Um, yeah, uh, not, a, not a lot of time and stuff, a lot, a lot of life getting in the way these days, but, uh, and, uh, but did spend some time testing RC2, having fun with that. And, uh, you know, as, as seems to be typical, I accidentally stumbled across something uh, right away, and that it was nice to see it get fixed. But the uh, the SD card library broke, and um, but it turned out to be a, a really pretty easy fix that that, that Dan um, found right away. So I implemented that a PR in, and and that's nice to see it, it working again. Um, and then uh, actually, I'm going to be uh, pretty much off, at least off. Out uh, away from hardware, not not doing much in the next next two weeks. Uh, mm -hmm. Going for a long walk, and uh, right. so I'll be back after that and uh, ready to get back into things. We'll have an amazing time, and we Thanks. will be here when you return. Thanks. All right, and that was our status updates. Thanks, everyone. Um, so next up is in the weeds. Um, <clears throat> if anyone, uh, okay. Thanks, Dylan. Thanks for joining us. Um. If anyone has any in the weeds topics, um, we can uh, we can talk about those. Um, if no one has anything, uh, I'll wait just a minute to see if anyone posts anything. But um, we uh, thanks for joining us, Roy. Nothing from okay. So I don't think we have any in the weeds topics for today, uh, which is totally fine. Um, we uh, we had a crazy week, um, and so I uh, totally understand. Um, so with that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up. Um, we are we are over an hour anyway. I think that's the first time I've ever needed to put hour timestamps into uh, status updates. So this has been uh, an amazing meeting. Um, I want to echo the things we've already said, which is thank you everyone for making PyCon amazing. Um, thank you everyone who held down the fort while we were gone. That was uh, a huge piece of stress that we, I think, had last year and we didn't have this year was knowing that we could 
walk away from Discord for a period of time and that we had amazing people to keep it going. Um, and thank you to all our new contributors. Thank you to everyone who's done reviewing. Um, just thank you is is all I can say. Um, this has been the Circuit Python Weekly for May 13th, 2019. Uh, please check us out on YouTube or your favorite podcast service. Um, we will post this up very soon. Uh, there is a notes doc with timestamps, so you can uh, read through that and um, scrub to wherever it is you want to be in the video to hear the things that are most important to you. Uh, or you can just read the notes if uh, videos aren't your thing. So um, with that, I want to say thank you everyone who participated in this meeting. And uh, we will see you all next week. Thanks, everybody.